Welcome to the Gear Garage Live Show. This weekly YouTube show covers whitewater rafting, river safety, gear, and anything else Zach feels like rambling on about. Well, happy Tuesday and welcome to the Gear Garage Live Show. This is a show I try to do every Tuesday where I answer questions I've received throughout the week and just talk about things that come up. I, I do this in part because I do get a lot of questions uh, by email or Facebook or whatever, Instagram, and it's it's hard for me to answer individual questions, but this is kind of fun. And this is a way that like, I can give my thoughts and those in the audience can comment as well. And it's just sort of a fun way to answer questions. So uh, the main point is to answer those questions every week, but um, I have some topics. I have topics this week that I just want to talk about, things that come up in my world that I, I want to share. So we'll start with the questions this week. I made a little agenda for today. I'll start with the questions and talk about some things that are interesting to me. Also, uh, this show is meant to be a video podcast on YouTube. Uh, that's how it's intended. We'll show videos. We'll talk about things that show up on the video screen. Uh, you can also see this as or listen to this as a podcast. Uh, it's probably not the best way to hear it or consume it, but whatever. And um, you can see we post each week on our Whitewater Guidebook, a website we run. And the audio is on Spotify and, I don't know, a few other things. Uh, but if you have questions on that topic, uh, when you're here on Whitewater Guidebook, if you go to the Gear Garage tab and hit ask a question or comment, this is the best way to ask a question. Uh, if you ask me through Instagram, I sometimes forget. I see the question and I'm because I'm, I don't know, like at a doctor's office and I see it and I forget to look at it. Or if it goes in this week, it's cataloged and we'll definitely answer your question. So uh, please, if you can, ask questions through this forum. If you want to email me or woof me or whatever, that's fine too. Uh, we'll figure it out. But I might miss your question if you ask it that way. And we have a forum is on this website as well. If you want to ask a question about something um, and you want a quick answer, that's probably the, another easy way to ask questions. Uh, so listen to it as a podcast, watch as a video podcast. Oh, it's also on Facebook under the Whitewater Guidebook page. And we just added to X on my personal account. Like this thing is a video that comes to my personal account. So we're testing a lot of different things out uh, for ways to get uh, the word out about the show or different ways to consume the show. So with that, let's get started with the first thing, which according to my agenda is answering questions. And so the first question is, uh, can you do a gear garage on your suite of rescue PFDs? I have an Astro 300R that is about to and about at the end of its life and i'm not a fan of the green the green vest i'm leaning towards the hustler r or a palm vest for my next but before i go through the effort of chasing that palm i'd like to hear your two cents so lots of lots of options here uh, i'm not going to do a gear garage about rescue pfds but i'm happy to talk about it right now um and it depends like first of all i want to ask the question why a rescue pfd are you out there saving lives are you a rescuer um are you i mean also like are you a rafter or a kayaker that makes a big a big difference here so like if you're a kayaker i can see the value in a rescue vest if you're doing hard white water because if you pin there's an attachment point for somebody to hold on to your body and it's not done that often but I, okay i kind of get that if you're a rafter i just don't see why you're wearing a rescue pfd I just don't see why you choose that unless you're like a professional rescuer. If you're a firefighter, you're search and rescue and you're out there or you're like event safety. 
I guess that makes sense. But if you're a, a rafter, you're probably not tying yourself to a rope and going to save somebody. Maybe you are. Or maybe I'm wrong here. It just isn't a commonly done thing. And honestly, it's probably unsafe for most people to do this. Like tying yourself to a rope and going after somebody is takes a high level, level of athleticism, training, and you are putting yourself at risk. And it's it's for generally, I would say the class five realm, that sort of stuff is probably happening. Now I hear people all the time like, well, I saved a paddle once or I saved a raft. Like I, I am not going to tie myself to a rope to go get a raft unless it's like a class five gorge. And the only way out is by river. I'm just going to wait for that raft to come out eventually. or try to come up with a different solution. So I'm going to question first, why are you getting a rescue PFD? Again, if you're a rafter, maybe you don't need one. If you're a kayaker, okay, I get it. And if you're a safety squirrel, like you're some sort of rescuer. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Um, but maybe think about not getting your rescue PFD. Um, not a fan of the green, eh, the green jacket's great for kayaking. It's a great kayak PFD. Again, I don't know if you're a kayaker or after, so it's hard to answer this question. You're leaning towards the hustle R the hustler, the Coke hustler is sweet. Um, it is a sweet PFD. I, I used it for a while. I loved it. The zipper on the pocket broke and I sent it back and they didn't send me a replacement because they were out of them. So I think that the advantage of the green jacket is it's the only one I know of the zipper doesn't break people. It's the Stolquist PFD. I love the Stolquist descent too, which is on our list to talk about later. The Stolquist descent is really sweet too, but of all the PFDs, the green jacket has the most bomber zipper and you just never hear uh, the pocket zipper. The one that goes over the clamshell, it doesn't break. So I'm going to say, uh, the Astro is actually really good for a kayaker hustler comfortable but the zipper could break but sweet vest um the palms are awesome i love the palms it depends what you're doing if you're rafting i think the palm is the specifically the one i use and the, the nevis i think the nevis is great for rafting it's a little more flotation really cool pockets when i kayak with the nevis it's a little bulky um i have the next one down it's like the fxr i kayak with that one sometimes i like it i wish i had more pockets um, but the, the thing is the FXR or whatever. Um, it's just, unfortunately, it's hard to answer your question if I don't know if you are rafting or kayaking. So um, hopefully that, that sort of stuff answers your question. I Just to sum up my answer, first of all, question yourself. Why are you getting a rescue PFD? Do you need a rescue PFD? And second... Um, are you rafting or kayaking? If I'm kayaking, I'd probably go. If you don't like the green, I'd probably go with the hustle. Um, or the Stolquist. Stolquist descent is sweet. And if I'm rafting, the palm nevis is really cool, but it's not certified in the US. So technically there's some legality with using it or not using it. Okay, I'm gonna move on to the next question. Topic, Makita adapters. I mostly kayak, but a few years ago, purchased a Star Slice and get really great value from your videos as a newbie and permanently newbie raft owner. But this is a long sentence. Sorry, it's hard to read these sentences sometimes. They're not, they're just not complete sentences. So raft owner, as I do not get to use a slice very often. A few years ago, I purchased one of the WWTC throwbacks and love it. Thank you. First of all, thanks for saying nice things about the show. I'm doing my best. I enjoy doing it. Uh, Hearing from you all that you like it means a lot to me because I do hear people, you know, make fun of me. 
And so getting some positive comments is awesome. So thank you. Um, I'm glad you like the WWTC throwback. They're amazing. I mean, I've used, I have 15 different throwbacks right in my little next door right here. And I use them all. It, it's just that, that, that throwback shines. So I'm glad you love it. It's far superior, but oh yeah, great. And he just watched a Makita video, Makita blower video and made him think of a side-by-side -side race where a carb powered battery blower and Makita and the Makita was four times faster. Yeah. Although the noise level was not like the dentist office high pitched noise of the other. I think I understand that. I have the older dub 182 style in case it helps your merch decisions. If the price were lower, I'd probably buy one. Yeah. So just so everybody knows what's going on here, I'm going to make myself big. This is the newer Makita right here. I don't, I don't see the older one handy. This is the newer one. Uh, the newer one has like a different attachment. And so you, these, these adapters that we make, Heart, River Hardware Cells, the, the company I'll talk about a little bit later, it fits in here perfectly and twists and it's locked in. And it's just a bomber way to go. On the older style, this just goes over the top. It doesn't posit it, it holds great, but it doesn't positively attach. So with this newer one, these adapters are awesome. And I'm leaving, like this is the blower I've been using. I leave one on the, the suck it out and the blow it up one. So like I have two adapters on this one and this is like an amazing tool for pumping up your boat. It's spectacular. Um, yeah. It's, and it's, what he's saying is it's faster, pretty quiet. It's not, you know, the, the one that NRS used to sell, let's see if we can find that one. Um, let me see if they still do sell it. Oops. Let's go to, um, the one that they used to sell, we call the screamer cause it was really loud. Let's see. Let's go to nrs.com. And we're looking for raft pumps. Why can't I find raft pumps? Safety equipment, dry bags. Why is this so hard? Huh? Oh, we'll go to their handy. Oh, here we go. They, oh, this thing. So I think this isn't the one I used. I don't know. It's similar where it plugs up to your car battery and it goes, it's really loud. 130 bucks. This tool is 130 bucks. And then these adapters I sell for 26. This thing's faster, it's quieter, it doesn't require you to plug into your car. It's like nobody should be buying these inflator pumps anymore. They should go get yourself a Makita and then go to River Hardware, which I'll talk about a little later, and get one of these adapters, or even two of the adapters, put one on each end. It's pretty sweet. Okay, sorry, but there's a question here. Um, in case it helps, if the price were lower, I would probably buy one. Yeah. So, I mean, this piece of plastic costs $26.95 and I sell it on the riverhardware.com website. I'll bring it up. It's expensive. Like I'm, I, I understand it's a lot of money for a piece of plastic. Uh, we'll bring it up here. Um, $26.95 plus shipping. So it ends up being like 32 bucks. It's kind of expensive. Um, but uh, to, if we were NRS, we would just get these and NRS will probably do this and we'll put us out of business, get these made in China, buy like a thousand of them at once, have them shipped here. And you have like people who work in shipping and receiving and you have customer service and you have all these people that just already exist. You're a massive company. You could probably sell these for like 15, you know, easily or maybe less and put me out of business. Right. 
Um, and before until they do that, the way these exist is somebody who has this blower made it with this 3D printer. I thought, oh, I should try to sell Zach some and so he can get them out to the public. And I'm thinking he contacted me and I'm like, oh yeah, I bet people would love this. Let me help the world get them. So what he did was made one for himself, then emailed me and we had a big email exchange. And then he goes and 3D prints them one at a time. He ships them to me. He charges me for them. I send him a check and then I put them in, I have to store them somewhere. And then I have to put them on a website. Like you have to understand, this is a lot of work for both of us to do all this. And then when somebody actually orders one, I then have to go upstairs, you know, print out the form, put it in an envelope, and drive down to UPS and drop it off. It is a significant amount of work. And so on his end and my end. So both of us need to make a little bit of money on these to make it worth our effort. So it's just like, that's just how um, business works. You know, neither of us are buying a Ferrari off of these. I mean, the profit is not that large, but unfortunately, uh, like it's a small batch item. It's super custom. And um, someday when NRS steals this idea and makes it in China, you'll be able to buy it from them for 10 bucks. But now since it's just like a lot of work for us, we have to charge what it makes it worth for us to put the time into it. And, and quite honestly, like it's, it's not worth, we don't make the money to make it worth my time at least, but I do love selling these. I get like an adrenaline high when I sell one. When, when I get the email that somebody bought one, it's like a, like a dopamine hit. So like I get super jazzed. I love getting them into people's hands. So, you know, you probably are using this blower, but with like the floppy hose and that's kind of annoying. And like, I love the fact that we can get this in somebody's hands and they're super stoked. It means a lot to me. So like, I get so much happiness from selling these things, um, which I'm pretty, pretty jazzed on. Okay. So let's get to some questions specifically about this. It's the Makita. Yep. And um, it's not patented. I mean, anybody can, I mean, this isn't rocket science. If you know how to do 3d printing, I mean, you see what, I mean, I have pictures of it here. You can, you could make it on your own and you can make it on your own and you can sell it for 2595. Like, and if that happened, I'd be stoked because people are getting them at a more affordable price. That's how the world works. So like if you want to copy this and, and make it and you want to be the one that makes them and ships them and does all the stuff and you want to like do it, or if you just want to make it on your own, please do it. Um, but, but we're making these available for those that want them. And I'm, like I said, pretty, pretty jazzed on it. Okay. Um, cool. So let's get back to the question. Not being critical. Yeah, no, I get it. Heard you say the 3D printed. Yep. Like just one guy 3D prints them one at a time and gets a batch and then he mails them to me and I, I sell them. Um, and it's kind of fun. Um, and maybe someday when NRS makes them, they'll be at the price you want. And I, I'm not, and I, I'm just being honest with you. I, I know you're not being critical and I'm not, I'm not, I don't, if I sound like I'm being like annoyed back, I'm not annoyed. I, I totally get it. Like it's, this is a, I'm just happy to get people these adapter thingies. Okay. Next question this is the last question. I've been recently looking to buying the Astro blue jacket, smart choice, cool PFD. Uh, today I went on the website and saw that it got replaced by the blue jacket. They replaced the blue jacket with the Bowen, huh? I wonder what that's named after. Is that after Bowen Yang maybe from Saturday, Saturday Night Live? It looks like the blue jacket with a different colorway and some new minor features. Would you recommend buying the older model for less or paying more for the newer model? 
Um, let's check this out. Astral, I'm gonna Google it. Astral Bowen BFD. I, I mean, I, I can't exactly tell you because I've never seen it and never used it. So I can just give you my best guess. Where is it? I don't see it. Oh, wait, is that it? That's the Layla. Huh. Wait, where? Oh, there. Oh, yeah, Bo. So, sorry, I see him. So, oh, purple. That's cool. Fire orange and ocean blue. I mean, the colors are really cool. It looks similar. I think the difference is, let me see if I can find the astral blue jacket. Oh, I get 10% off. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at a photo so I can compare it and get back to you. Um, it looks the same to me. I'm like looking at somewhere else a photo. It looks really close to the same. Um, the only thing I would like to see, the pocket's better. They updated the pocket. Um, I wonder why they changed the name. It's basically the same PFD. Uh, technical details is the flotation different. It's still 16 and a half pounds of flotation. So, I mean, I think honestly, the only actual upgrade that they should or could do here is add flotation. Like, it's just so disappointing. Like, Astro makes great PFDs, but they are all 16 and a half pounds of flotation. The, the legal minimum flotation in the pfd so as soon as you add your knives and your whistles and your phone and your pulleys and your carabiners it actually has like 14 pounds of flotation so um i don't know why they renamed it so maybe it was confusing that it's called blue jacket that might might have, might have been why um but it looks to me mostly aesthetic and so to answer the question would i recommend the old one or the new one? I mean, if you want to pay a little more money for a better looking PFD, I they it honestly I can't I don't know the differences. Like it's the the pockets look, but I'm sure there's minor differences. But it's mainly like cool new colors. And so I would probably if it was me, I would probably buy the new one because I like these colors. I'd probably pay I don't know ten bucks. I mean, look at that that purple with the orange on the oh I'm sorry it's not up right now. I mean, look at this color. It's got the purple with the orange shoulder straps. Oops, I just did something I shouldn't have done. I'm back. Okay. Um, fire orange. I think they already had that color, but it's a cool name. And that blue has really cool dark blue accents. So I don't know. I I, I can afford an extra 10 bucks or whatever to look cooler. If you can't, then don't get it. Um, but if you want the latest and greatest, it's probably worth it. But to me, like the flotation's the same. So, so there's not that much of a difference. Oh, the bone has a knife attachment on the pocket. The blue jacket didn't. Interesting. And that's a good. And it looks like you can only do it sideways. Ugh, so frustrating. Which I guess makes the only the only sense. Yeah. So the other one, let me just look at the blue jacket. Yep. Good point. Nice catch. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, so it has a knife attached on pocket. I am not a fan of externally placed knives. 
and especially right in front of you. If you're a rafter and you have to pull yourself in and there's a knife right there, that knife tends to get caught up on the rope around your raft or just on the raft in general. So I'm just like, that's not a, that's not a benefit for me. But if you like to have knives on the outside of your PFD and that you like that placement, this could be the PFD for you. So hopefully I answered that question. Thanks. Thanks Mike for adding that in. So that's the end of the, uh, official questions, but a few come up and, uh, let's, let's answer these. Do you have any gloves you recommend for winter whitewater kayaking? I cannot wear gloves kayaking. I'm, I, and very few people, very few people can, I use pogies. And so I would say use pogies. If you don't know what pogies are, it's spelled P O G I E S. Google it. Uh, Google it for you. What the heck? Um, how do we get back to this? Let's go to, I would get the pogies. I, I kayaked today. It was really cold. I'm still kind of cold from kayaking today. My, my voice is even a little scratchy just cause I'm a little tired from kayaking pogies. No, I'm not sick. I'm just like, like a little bit. Yeah. Tired pogies. Um, I are, let's see what comes up. Yeah. I would go with, Oh yeah. The shittens too. That's right. So I would, so I use pogies, my IR pogies that are like this. I think they're great. And so I would, for kayaking, I'd recommend pogies. I feel like I'm kayaking with gloves. I can't get a good feel of my paddle and my paddle slips a little bit. It just feels weird. So like, I'm not a big fan of, of gloves, but the shittens, a friend of mine had these the other day. These solve that problem because you can still feel your, your, uh, paddle. It's like a glove that goes over your paddle. So your, your hand's not totally dry. This is pretty cool. Um, Mike, is this what you're, Michael, is this what you're talking about? The shittens or something else? Uh, if you, if you shared a link, I didn't get it. Um, but I, my friend Howard, who uses gloves, um, we, he has the shittens. So we saw them in action. They seem cool. Um, I would just say like really thin gloves. That's what I would suggest. Like just if you do get gloves, cause you want to have the feel, at least I want the feel of the paddle. Um, again, I, I just can't kayak with gloves. I'd rather like we, I forgot my pogies the other day. And I, somebody let me borrow their gloves and I just couldn't even handle it. I just ran without, without any gloves and froze my hands off because I can't deal with gloves. So my, that's my best recommendation. You sent a link. Did you email me a link? Can you just, Michael, just uh, like write in the comments, like the script of what it is and I'll Google it if you can. Um, that's one question. And then any recommendations for camping spot on the rogue for January? I mean, wherever you want, you can, there probably won't be anybody else out there. I mean, January is the best time to do the rogue. There's hardly anybody out there. You'll be able to camp wherever you want. And so, I mean, yeah, whatever, whatever your dream camps are, it doesn't, I, it depends what the water levels are too. Sometimes I've done the rogue in January. It's been really high. And so it's covered up some camps, but I mean, you just, I don't have any recommendations. Like there's so many great camps in the rogue. It's hard to pick one or two. Yeah. I don't think links come through the chat, the chat, Michael. Uh, I, I don't, I don't see it at least. Um, yeah. So for camps on the rogue in January, like I just, all of them, they're all, they're all good. 
Okay, so that's the end of the questions. If you guys have more questions, put them in the comments. I'm gonna just there's some things I just want to share and talk about and have discussions about. And uh, the first one is NRS knives. And I noticed something the other day that this was brought to my attention. The NRS has redesigned their knives, which makes me really happy because their knives sucked. I mean, I can't stress this enough how bad NRS knives are. They are embarrassingly bad. It, it's like, it's, it's frustrating. And the fact that their knives, this is their, these are all their old knives. The fact that their knives have bottle openers on them is really annoying to me. Like it just, it just sends the wrong message. It is so frustrating to me. They put bottle openers on their knives. And so, and I, and I, I'm not just saying this, like I, I have, I own their knives. Like I have this, you know, for our classes, we have a bunch of knives. I have every knife you've ever thought about buying for, for boating. I, I have. Um, cause I test them all because I should know about them. And, um, I mean, these are just like, this is, I think the, uh, which one is this? The pilot, the co-pilot. Um, it's just a, a cheap knife. I mean, it, and I, I'm frustrated for a lot of reasons. One, you can open a bottle opener with it. Two, this is, it's serrated at least, but it's only serrated for half. I wish they would serrate the whole thing. And it just doesn't cut well because it it slopes down. You can see it slopes down. You kind of want to go straight to really get a grab on the rope. And so this is technically a knife, but it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's embarrassing to me that they make this one. And this is the other one they make, the Nico. Um, I, I'm afraid to pull it because I know I'm going to. Okay, there we go. Um, same same thing. Cheap, cheap Chinese, Chinese-made knife. Bottle opener on it, which is insane. Um, both are external knives, which I'm not a fan of to begin with. Um, this is one of the better cases that you, you click that and it opens up, right? Like it's kind of cool that like that works. And this one, you know, can be on the outside of your PFD and it takes a bit to get it out. So the cases aren't bad. The knives themselves are just embarrassing. And so I was glad to see that they they redesigned their knives because they, they needed to get redesigned. And they're, they look a little better. Like they might be acceptable. Um, I haven't, I don't have one yet, so I can't tell for sure. Um, I feel like the blade, uh, is a little longer serration. So let's look at one. It's not, you know, a full serration. Um, I wish it was a full serration, but it's longer. Um, it looks pretty weak. The serrations don't look great, but we won't know until we find out. Thank you for not putting a bottle opener on a piece of safety gear. Appreciate that. Um, there's like a, uh, so these different holes or, oh, sorry guys. I need to add it. Oh, oh, I need to add it up here. This is what I'm talking about. So partial serration, not full serration. These holes like open oxygen tanks for rescuers. Probably doesn't matter to boaters. Um, it looks like a nice rubberized grip with some texture. I'm pretty stoked on that. Um, I'm guessing that because it's $45, it's crappy steel, but I mean, Hopefully it's better than their last knives. Um, yeah, I mean, it actually looks like it might be kind of cool. Uh, and there, we're going to find, it says on the side, let me see, I see that, 420HC. I don't know what that means, but I'm guessing that's some sort of steel, which means they put some effort into the steel. These are just, the old knives are just really bad steel. So maybe they, they upgraded the steel a little bit. Um, maybe that's a 420HC means. I have no idea. 
Uh, and they went with a different design on the sheath, which um, the fact that they rethought it is great. So um, I'm pretty jazzed um, right now that they have a new river knife out there. I think it's pretty cool that they recognize that their knives, um, their knives aren't very good and they are upgrading all of them. So kudos to NRS for, for making some upgrades. Well, hopefully it's better than these ones that are just awful. Um, yeah. So, um, Michael recommending the shins. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I haven't paddled with them. I like the idea of the shins though. So that's NRS knives. Oh, cool. And now, um, before we do the work from our sponsor though, I want to share a video from paddling today. Um, because back on the topic of knives, let me get it up here. I did it. Shoot. Okay. I did a YouTube short. And what I've been doing lately, paddling with friends, because there's all these debates, internal knife, external knife, what kind of knife to get? What this, what, what, what should I get this? Should I get that? And I thought, why don't I have people I go paddle with race and fulfill some task? And so I asked these guys to um so every time I do it, it's different. So you don't when I do it with people, they don't learn exactly what I want. I asked them to access their knife with their right hand and put it back and then access their knife with their left hand and use it to cut some rope in their hand. And they can only use one hand to deploy their knife. They can't like pull their knife out and open it up. So if it's a folder, they have to open it with one hand. So that was the PPE test. And I'm just going to share this one. PPE challenge. Today. You're going to deploy your knife with your right hand, put your knife back, then deploy it with your left hand and cut the rope. Ready, set, go. You cheated, Doug. I know. I, I... TK wins. Yeah. Doug cheated, so he gets last place. Let's see if Doug can cut the rope, yeah, though. Come on. It's Kurt versus a cheating Dougie. The cheating Dougie got second place. No, cheating Dougie got third place. Oh. Nice job, guys. High five. Okay, this is the PPE challenge. You're okay. going to deploy so, your knife with your right hand. Hold on. Let me fix it. Put that. your knife back, then deploy it with your left hand and cut the rope. Ready? Okay, so some quick thoughts um, based just on like um, what, what we saw. So uh, TK used this knife right here. This is the EC MLA. It's a pretty interesting knife. Um, he had his externally mounted, but like out of the way on a side and he was able to access them both hands. So with his, where he put it is an interesting placement. I've never, I rarely see that, but it, he got to it very quickly. Um, this knife, I hate pulling these cause they're so sharp. This knife also only has a partial serrated edge and, um, it doesn't cut rope really well, but it's for an external knife. Prop this and the bear claw cut rope the best. It's actually not bad. This is really good steel. This is stainless steel. Um, it's a it's it's a nice piece of metal. And so TK won with this one based on his placement. There was able to get access to it, and this thing could cut the rope. Dougie's knife. Dougie had some folder knife that I don't even know what the brand was, but it was kind of like 
this Spiderco bird Karakara. And it was rusty. So like he couldn't open it with one hand, right? So you want a knife you can open with one hand, ideally. And his was all rusty in there. And so he could he he had to he had to actually use two hands to open it. So his he used his qualifying. And then Kurt had, although he cut it, his cut the rope pretty well. He probably his knife was probably the best cutting knife. And then Kurt had just like a straight blade. It wasn't serrated. And he really struggled getting you saw cutting the rope. So um, I enjoy doing these videos because it kind of shows like some placements are better, some knives are better. Um, and almost everybody I'd done this test with was like, oh man, I didn't realize my knife couldn't cut rope or I didn't realize my knife was all rusty. And so it's a good reminder just to go through our gear and make sure it's up to par. So um, yeah, so so that's what I want to finish up on NRS knives. Next is a word from our sponsor. And uh, I just want to... I mentioned this a little bit. River Hardware is this site that we have that just sells a few things. We're like, we're um, we're meant to sell like Northwest Drafting Company stuff. So I built this really so our customers had a place to buy like shirts and hats and things. But then I thought, oh, I'll just throw some other stuff up there, like a gear garage sticker or a cup, or just some like gear, like these blower adapters and throw bags. Um, Getting the blower adapters, we're sold out right now, but there should be more on the website tomorrow. So if you're interested in buying one, I think there should be more available on the website tomorrow. Uh, but I just want to share a thought. Like this is, it, it's a sponsor in the fact that like, um, it's also a part of like what I do and it's just fun to like sell things. And I do get like a weird dopamine hit anytime an order comes in. It's actually kind of fun to drop whatever I'm doing, go upstairs, package something, and take it to UPS. Like I, I just enjoy that. And so we, you know, we do make a few bucks off things, but it's just sort of an enjoyable thing to do for now. If you do buy from us, please do not, please, please, please do not return it. I do not enjoy doing the returns. I don't want to do returns. Like don't, if you might return it, don't buy it, go to NRS, buy their stuff. Like I really don't want to deal with returns, but if, if we have something that, that helps you, that makes me super happy. So that is the word from our sponsor. Uh, Mike, the Illinois River guy is great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so another thing I, I did on this site, I think I talked about this earlier, was I there's no good guidebook. Oh, there's a new book section. So this is the, the guidebook, the guidebook to the Illinois. This from like, I think this late 70s, if I remember right. Oh, it's 1979. And they they just don't exist anymore. Like they're just... I mean, if you find one, the, the the ones I have, the last ones I found were $800 on eBay or Amazon. And so they're out of print. They're, they're a bit dated. I mean, you can see the guy in the front is wearing jeans and a cowboy hat. So they're definitely a bit dated. Um, I have a couple of copies and I'd be willing to sell. You can see this one. I'd be willing to sell for $150. Um, if somebody really wants one, I you shouldn't buy this. It's too much money for a used book. But if you want, if you really, really, really want one, I'd be willing to sell one of my copies for 150, um, but because it's not available, um, I decided to make my own guide to the Illinois um, that has river descriptions, modern information, evacuation stuff. Talks about plants. Um, I feel like it's like 15, 20 pages long, and I update it every so often. So the difference with this and like a physical book is like when I update it, everybody who's bought it will get an email 
with access to the newest version. So um, maybe like I go on a trip this spring and I'll take some new photos. I'll learn about a new spot. Maybe I'll write a little article about something else that's relevant to the natural history. And so this, this is a book that will, a PD, it's a PDF that will be updated over time. And instead of having to buy the next edition, once you bought it, you just get an email every time there's an update. So um, yeah, it's kind of been a fun project. And Mike, I'm stoked. Um, I'm stoked that you you bought it and you like it. And um, the, the other thing is, um, is it, there's a, it in there, I wouldn't probably bring this. I mean, maybe you bring this with you and put it in your dry bag because it's paper. But it, there's a one-page sheet that's meant to be laminated that you could like put in your PFD that's a quick reference sheet. It just gives you like the blow-by-blow blow important places on the river so you kind of know where you're at. So instead of having a book you're always looking at for like what mile marker you're at, it'll be like, oh, mile 12 or whatever, mile, I don't know what I'm making this up, mile 20 is green wall. Oh, the next thing I need to pay attention to is little green wall at mile 21 and a half. And then, oh, I'm past 20 mile, 21 and a half, what's next? And so, yeah. Anyway, Mike, thanks for saying that. I'm glad you enjoy it. And again, I get a little dopamine hit every time somebody buys it. So thank you for those of you that have. Okay, back to the show. Back to where we're at. Okay, so we're from our sponsor. That's done. Stolquist. Man, I just heard that Stolquist uh, is going out of business. Um, has anybody else heard this? Uh, I heard a rumor, and uh, I just want to mention that because if that's the case, and we talked about PFDs earlier, I would consider buying a Stolquist Descent right now because they're sweet PFDs. I mean, it's the PFD on this cover. Uh, let's go to my uh, order PFTs for men. Um, the or the rocker too. This this is the descent. This is the the rescue vest version. We had talked at the at the beginning, like maybe most of us don't need rescue vests, right? The only thing about this rescue vest is it's they use higher quality materials than they did for the it looks like than the non rescue version. You know this is looks like cheaper materials. So you may want to get the rescue because that's higher quality materials, but this is a really nice fitting PFD. Uh, it, it has the curve foam, sort of like the Kokotat one that the one we talked about earlier, the Hustler has. So it's really comfortable. Um, I've had a bunch of these PFDs over time. I, so I wore this one today paddling. Uh, it's just, it's just a killer PFD uh, one. And it, it's sort of not that well known. Like it's kind of an under the radar PFD. Uh, one other things, I think that they, it has more flotation, right? So, uh, I think the extra large, I'm trying to find this, has more flotation. Oh no, but it's 16 pounds, eight ounces. So a little bit, tiny bit more than the, the than the green jacket and those ones. But um, it's a really cool PFD. Uh, I like the red; it's visible. Um, but the pocket's cool. Like on the on the green jacket, I'm gonna make myself big here. On the green jacket, which is the one that people use, the pocket comes all the way down. It makes like a shelf, which is kind of cool. Like Sometimes, like if I'm standing on shore, I'll put things on my little shelf. You can put a sandwich there and have your little shelf out. On the river, if you have your shelf, stuff might fall off into the thing. The the Stolquist one kind of comes out, so you can see it's like it's like a book where some pages are open. So your stuff is there; it's not going to just fall off the side. Um, and so you kind of it's like a little purse. And so I think I like the pocket on the descent more, except the zipper. Again, the green jacket has the bigger zipper. This is not as brilliant of a zipper. I, 
at least one person, maybe two people I know, I've had this zipper break uh, a year after buying it. And so that's just a bummer. And when the zipper breaks, it's a that, that pocket is a big part of why I like the PFD. And, and you can't really fix it, and they won't Stolquist won't fix it because they can't fix PFDs. So that's a little bit of a bummer. I wish everybody had the big burly zipper or a way to fix it really easily. Uh, but know that like the zipper will likely break if you excuse me, especially if you are just jam full of stuff in there and always barely opening and closing it. You know, the other thing that it comes with is this little chapstick pouch, this little tiny zipper right here, which I never I think is for chapstick. It's a tiny, tiny pocket. So it has that pocket, it has this pocket in the front, which is kind of cool. It doesn't have the little side pouch pockets like the like the um like the uh, the green jacket and the blue jacket have, or now the whatever it's called, the Bowen has. So anyway, I just want to mention it's a bummer that Stolquist, it sounds like is going out of business, going to stop making products. Their PFDs are sweet. And this might be the time, like, if you're looking for the PFD, get the Descent. Like, just get, grab one of these while they still exist. There's, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. One other thing, too, about this, it's similar, I didn't mention, like, it's a side entry. So the green jacket, you kind of have to do yoga to get into it. You know, you're like up and you're like pulling it down. The side entry zipper is really nice. And the same thing, like the Bowen or what was the blue jacket, it's also side entry. And so it's just those are advantages over the green jacket, which some people just really struggle putting it on and off all the time, especially those of us getting older where flexibility is, is lacking. Okay. So that's my Stolquist thing. And the last thing I want to talk about before we finish the show is Clackfest. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Clackfest, I'm going to Google it here, is a festival every May. And I just want to get on everybody's radar right now because this is one of the cool, this is, I'm going to say Clackfest is my favorite river festival. It is, it's, it's not, the river is not like if you're a, you know, if you're a badass, the river is going to be kind of boring. You're going to be like, oh, it's only class three who cares? Like, it's just like, there's tons of people there. There's so many races instead of there just being like a short boat, and a long boat category, and maybe a raft race. There's, I mean, we can just look here at all the different races there are. There's Orbo slalom, Cataract slalom, R2 mass starts. R2 mass start slalom is so fun. Like inner tube slalom, Val's volleyball, which is a Cataract thing. Drift boat slalom, Cataract rodeo, open paddle team slalom. I mean, kayaking, there's, there's hard shell kayak mass start, inflatable kayak mass start. There's sup events. And so there's just like, there's races, which I love going for the races. There's just the camaraderie of being around the community. Um, and there's the history of the event. This is like, let's see, it's the third, this year is the 38th anniversary, 38th anniversary. And so it's, this event is the coolest event I ever go to. I look forward to it every year. And I just want to put on people's radar as something uh to check it if you haven't been i think you'd enjoy it there's tons of vendors come like i'll bring the vendors tab down and they demo boats and so there's vendors from all kinds of companies there's a huge list here and and you can demo boats like the idea is like if the the raft manufacturers will have boats you can just take and they'll help drive you up there and drop you off so it's a great way to, to compare a moravia to an air to a nrs to a whatever and so to me, this is sort of like brings the whole community together. I I can't say enough about how cool the festival is and would really, really 
um, yeah, just really encourage everybody to put this on their on their calendar. It's May. Let's go back to the homepage. May eighteenth, nineteenth. So it's only it's only January, so you have months to plan on it. Um, camping can be limited, so you definitely want to you know get a campsite as soon as you can. Um, and yeah, that's about it. So with that we're almost done with this show for today. And you know, one question here. I heard you, and if if yeah, there's more questions, put them in the comments because we're the show's gonna end here in a few minutes if we run out of questions. Because I'm I'm done. I have nothing else to talk about it. I don't think. Um, the question is, I heard you mention in a previous episode that there's a rumor that Astro is making a higher float green vest. How true do you think the rumor is? I'm going to say I have 70% confidence this is going to happen. Um, it's especially seeing that they that they made that bow in. It's like, oh, they are doing things. I Sometimes I felt like Astro just sort of like designed PFDs and just changed the colors every year. And made, now they make shoes. And that's all I care about. But the fact that they renamed the green, the blue jacket, the Bowen makes me think they're putting some time back into their their PFD line, their whitewater PFD line. And I talked to somebody who had a prototype. So, or like, yeah, it sounds like a prototype. So I feel I'm gonna say 60% confident that they're gonna have it. And I mean, I'm gonna be the first one to get one. Like I to have a high flow PFD that has great pockets it just doesn't exist and it depends how much flotation if their idea of high flow pfd is 18 and a half pounds no if it's like i'm gonna say the minimum i'm gonna consider high float i'm gonna call this medium flow it's not even high flow medium flow i'm gonna say it's 20 pounds if it's 20 pounds game changer if it's 19 pounds two ounces eh, like it's better but it's not great so yeah, that's it for the show. Um, thank you all for watching. Thanks for the questions. Thank you all for just, I don't know, making this fun for me. Um, I, I enjoy this. I look forward to it every Tuesday. And it's a fun way for me to answer all these questions that I get during the week that I don't want to write another email. I'm so tired of email. So uh, this is a fun outlet for me and a fun thing for me to do to answer questions. Uh, if you have a second and you want to support the show, please subscribe. I'm I'm on a, a subscriber drive right now. I, I really want to get more subscribers only for my own ego. This is purely an ego thing. So if you want to support my ego, hit that subscribe button. If you don't want me to have an ego, maybe unsubscribe. I don't know. Please don't unsubscribe because I really want subscribers. But take a second, hit the subscribe button. Uh, if you have comments, uh, put them in the comments section. And next Tuesday, we should have another show as long as there's questions or I have something to talk about. If there's no questions and I have nothing worth talking about, I'll easily skip a week. But if there's questions and something comes up I want to talk about, we'll have a show next week. So that's it. Um, see you all hope, probably next week. <laughs>